Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. It's another one myself, SK Vibe Maker, Rinse FM. My interviews are hotter. And you know, we like to have great conversations, big conversations. Today, we've got Brighton producer, rapper duo, Frankie Stew and Harvey Gunn on the phone. Now. What's cracking? What's yes, going yes. on, bro? You lot all right, yeah? Yeah, all good, brother. All good, man. All good here, man. How's things with you? Not too bad, man. Obviously, it's a different times we're living in at the moment, man. How how are you lot coping with the UK lockdown at the moment? Yeah, it's been okay for us. I mean, me and Frankie, we, we literally moved into a new yard together like three weeks ago, like just before the lockdown happened. So we've been trying to keep it fresh and exciting here and keep busy, man, and trying to get in some new music, you know? I mean, that could be a, a good thing and a bad thing for your working relationship, man. How's it worked out so far? <laughs> Yeah, it's been cool so far. It's been, it's been good stuff. There's a couple of us here in the house, and no one's no one's tried to kill one another one another yet. So yes, it's all positive right now. I'd definitely rather be, you know, with people than alone. It's a nice setting, man. How is it working for your recording and your creativity, man? Are you still recording and you know making music and stuff? We just recently. Um got our stuff, got all our equipment from our studio and, and made like a little home studio, man. So we've got a spare room here. So we're going to try and do our best to just create as much as we can here. And um, we've been settling into the new house, so we haven't really done anything yet. But as of next week, we're going to get into it. But I'm feeling positive, man. I think it's going to be good. So we had a conversation in May last year. But, you know, for those that didn't hear that conversation, that interview that we did, um, somebody may be coming down from the moon today or they're waking up. I don't know. They're not well versed in UK music. How would you describe what Frankie Stew and Harvey Gunn do? What do you reckon, Harvey? I'll, I'll let you lead on that one. Yeah, all right, cinema. <laughs> um, me, myself and Frankie, we're, uh, we're a producer-rapper duos. So we work pretty much exclusively with each other. Um, we draw my personal and my production I draw from a lot of different styles but predominantly I like to pioneer like a UK sound so it's it's got um, hints of, all, of old UK hip hop along with you know Garrett and Grime and yeah man I just try to really hone our own thing but we've been doing it for a while together we're best mates we've been doing it for like 10 years together so mm. yeah man it feels like a real natural kind of um, real natural um, duo if you know what I mean mm. And I have to say, man, I definitely think you'd have mastered the hybrid like well, because it can be understated how that is boiling together all of those styles, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Yeah. And we've got the new album, of course, Breathing Exercises. Yeah, bro. It feels um, more, more relevant than ever. I was going to say that. Like, it feels <laughs> very relevant. I don't know if one of you guys is a fortune teller or a time traveller. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I used, that's what I used to do, bro, before my writing. I used to do <laughs> Crazy. fortune telling, mm. theme parks and that. If anyone needs an explanation, you know, for the title <laughs> of the album, Breathing Exercises, break it down for us, man. Why is the album called Breathing Exercises? Um, it's, it's like a coping mechanism that I've used over the last few years to de-stress, to get rid of anxiety, to, to um, just like self-care, man. I think, I think something as simple as breathing and taking five minutes every day to just focus purely on your breathing is almost, um, it's, it's blessed me up, bro. It's been a real blessing for me, man. So I wanted to try and get that across in my music and you know try and try and bring other people in on that so this is like a daily meditation technique yeah bro for real right that's kind of sick like so it's kind of like a yoga thing yeah 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 man we've been doing yoga in the new yard as well man you've got it as mm. times like now all this sort of stuff's more um more important than ever for me personally in my opinion 
I think um, it's, it's a good it's a good time to be in a good headspace. You know, it's essential. And breathing for me helps that helps me do that. I was trying to get into some yoga classes as well, man. Some of my friends thought it weren't too cool to be doing yoga as a guy. You know them ones. Yeah, well, there's, there's hear, nothing cooler. I hear you. <laughs> I, I hear you, bro. Like at, at at school, I hear them opinions. But at the end of the day, man, if you're if you're in a good mindset. And you're the one that does yoga, and all your and all your friends are trying to rinse you for that, and they're in a bad mindset. It's like when when you get older, I care less and less about what people think about them. Once you know, I'd rather be good myself, and then, and then everything else is irrelevant. To be honest, amen to that, man. Guess what? SK vibe maker interviews are hotter. The track taught us, like I said, that grown music, that mood music. I feel like there's a lot of it that's self-explanatory, a bit of a, a love story going on in there, man. But if anyone needs an explanation for that song, man, break it down for us. Um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a classic um, love tune, really, man. Just touching on um, real-life um, situations, especially with the chorus. And like I mentioned, we worked with a guy called Joel Baker, earlier, who's a very talented songwriter. He came down to Brighton, linked us at our studio, and yeah, we kind of we kind of wrote that one together, man. It's a special one for me. It's one of my favourite tunes off the album, to be fair. Some quarantine visuals as well, shot. You know, what I mean, they were quarantine visuals, right? Yeah, bro. We done that the other day. We thought um, everything's locked off now, obviously. So we thought, what better way to do a little cheap, budget-free music video just on our iPhones? You know, making the best out of a bad situation. DIY is finest. You know, what I mean, at the end of the the quarantine visuals as well, there's a tortoise roaming around. I mean, do, do you guys actually own a tortoise? <laughs> no, that wasn't mine. That tortoise wasn't mine. We put a little call out to see who's, who's got a tortoise. We need one. <laughs> Alright, that's it. You know, the thing is, man, like, you know, I've got family members that own tortoises. I kind of toyed with the idea of owning a tortoise at one point, man. I don't know what it would bring to my life, though. <laughs> yeah, what that's they say, I, I don't really know what they're like as a pet, to be honest. At all. No, we've, we've got a little cat here and that's that's good enough for us, but straight up not the tortoise yet no, no, no bro, yeah, the, the, cat, the cat wouldn't allow it the cat runs this gas he wouldn't let anything else come in you know so we've got the new album <laughs> breathing exercises which is out now and like we discussed earlier man appropriate title considering the times that we're in what do you think people need to know about this album before they press play on it i think i think this album i, I feel it really kind of um defines our sound i think if you've never heard of us before you listen to this album start to finish, I think you leave with a very kind of solid, well-rounded understanding of what we're like as not only musicians, but as people. Um, it's kind of made over the space of a whole of one year. And yeah, it just really is like, it's just like a snapshot of where we're at in that particular time of our lives. I feel like you lot have definitely got like a unique sound and vibe. Everyone's not really with this sound, like... Like, I mean, there's there's popular movements and sounds and trends going on in the UK at the moment, and your sound is definitely bucking the trend. I mean, is this something that you do purposeful, or is this just like this is just how you do it? It's it's not so we don't purposefully um, do it that way. It's always just we we just made the music that we've always wanted to, and we've always wanted to stay true to what we what kind of music we enjoy making. And I think if you ever catch me like saying in a session like, oh right, like this particular sound or this wave's hot at the moment like let's jump on it you're too late bro and like you should, i don't think you should be coming at your music like that so mm. um we just do it organic and we love it and if other people love it then yeah it's a blessing 
because what I uh, yeah, what man. I really kind of appreciate and admire about artists as well is when they've got their sound and they don't sort of go with the wave as well because it's hard. It can be quite a challenge to do that. I mean, the drill sounds murking that, at the moment. I, I think I think waves waves come and go though. That's the thing. Waves come and go. What was the wave? two years ago isn't the wave now and what the wave is now won't be the wave in two years so if you kind of react to the waves and try and cater towards them then you also might not be about in a couple of years man i think it's it's, it's important to try and stay true to yourself and what you want to do rather than trying to cater to what's to what's hot i think mm. anyway behind closed doors have you experimented with any of those waves at all not not at all to be honest bro if, if i'm honest with you no it's always no. um it's all, it just wouldn't feel, it wouldn't feel correct at all. Um, I don't think it would be appropriate, to be honest. Like, we just like to do our thing. We like, we branch off sometimes into the more kind of like dancier vibes, like a bit, bit garagey, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, now nah, we, we never sit down, like, oh, well, yeah, like, you know, let's jump on this. I'm wondering how it would be like the studio session tomorrow if, like, Frankie, you walk in the room and you realise Harvey's lined up a, a, a nice little drill beat for you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, here, bro. We'll try it, innit? We'll try it tomorrow and get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. Sometimes I feel like I need to say Harvey Gunn and Frankie Stew as well. Like the other way round. Yeah, bro. <laughs> run it up. <laughs> Brighton producer, rapper duo. You know what I mean? Definitely doing their thing. The albums just came out, breathing exercises. And anyone who is versed in what you guys have done up to this point will definitely know you like to mix up the hip-hop, the dance, the garage elements all together. You do it do it so well. And you've definitely continued that on this album as well. Was that something that was very important for you? Yeah, all, always. I think so. First off, thank you. I appreciate that. But it's always, I think Carl mentioned earlier, it's just, it's just a mix of what we've been listening to our whole life. So whether that be grime dance music hip-hop that's all my favorite genres of music that i like to listen to myself so just like to dip in and out of different things but keeping it kind of um unique to our our sound at the same time you know Mm. i wanted to ask you guys what's your take on um at the beginning of this year um there was various things that sparked a big debate and the debate was the relevance of grime in uk music at the moment you know i mean there was various things there was clashes happening and it was H having a big conversation, which kind of sparked it. The relevance yeah. of grime amongst the younger audience. What's you guys' take on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, um, amongst amongst the younger audience, I don't think um, I don't I don't know any youngers that are listening to grime really. That, that that's not a disrespect to grime. I love grime music. I grew up listening to grime music. That's what got me into writing myself, you know. But it, that's a different conversation to our youngers currently listening to grime. Because I don't think they are, man. I don't know. I don't know many youngers, to be honest with you. But I, I think it's true that they're listening to. Do you know what I mean? So mm. it's tough. It seems to but, but, but it's but it's hard. At the same time, it, it, it is a deeper one than that because without grime, there wouldn't be this new. Do you know? So it is a sticky one. What do you What do you think, H? Yeah, man. I think it's it's always going to be relevant and it's always going to have you know like a deep rooted um, respect and kind of like um, respect that it demands in our music scene. But uh, yeah, I can't say it's as relevant as it was, you know, even even five years ago um, when there's a lot more like you know you have a lot more grime MCs going, going on you know touring and like Frank said it seems like a lot of the youngest now is drill and it's that 
kind of trap wave, but yeah, yeah, it's man, still, it's, it's um, still relevant. It, it's still relevant to me though. I still listen to grime music and grime artists that are put, currently putting out grime. But a di- yeah. the difference is like what I think is relevant isn't going to be relevant to what kids are listening to. I'm 26. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what kids are listening to. I'm not a kid. <laughs> but but um, yeah, I I love it personally still. But um, I don't know, man. Everything comes has kind comes comes around in a full circle. Do you know what I mean? I think it might be back and forth like many other styles and fashions and music genres. You know, mm. it's back to the trends and waves again. What do you think? Let's go. The maddest thing is like I, we can question um, its relevance amongst the younger audiences, but then when I look at the impact it has had historically, when yeah. we look at like all of the the most impactful or biggest selling artists and the, the 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 major cultural impact, all of the majority of those artists have come from a grand background. Yeah, man. Like, if we want yep. to say that Stormzy is the most the biggest MC in the country or the most relevant is come from a grime background. The same can be said yeah. about H. The same can be said about AJ Tracy. Gigs even yeah. sort of um, straddled through grime early on in his career. We could go, you know what I mean, Wretch Free 2. So many artists that have had like major chart success in the last five to 10 years, the majority of them have had a big influence, a big, you know what I mean, coupling with the yeah. grime scene. So, that alone and then when i speak to like a lot of the younger artists now as well they tell me that they were listening to grime when they were you know what i mean writing their rhymes as youngers so yeah it's just no interesting doubt. how it's like it, it, it's so relevant in that sense but then it seems to kind of like it, it seems like is it just being used as like not used as but it's like a stepping stone do you know what i mean because all, all of these artists that we're talking about who have come up through grime when they get to a certain level it kind of seems to change do you know what i mean yeah, there's definitely marketing and, and, you know what I mean, sort of some sort of compromise which happens. But I do of think course. the media have played a sort of funny role in it as well because there have been artists that have been called grime artists that aren't making grime. So at times, yeah. Jay Huss and Giggs were being called grime artists when they weren't making grime. So I yeah. think that has also caused a problem in sort of the consumer yeah. and fans as well so they'll be yeah. saying yeah i'm into grime when what they're listening to ain't grime as well so i think yeah. that at <laughs> times when people were saying that grime was massive i think there was also a bit of a cloud surrounding it as well yeah, yeah for real i agree i agree with you bro that's one of my pet hates someone running like a slow gigs tune and someone says it's a crime do you know what i mean <laughs> can't run but i think you know what you're saying about the youngest i think if you're an artist if you write bars yourself and you took inspiration from those early grime sets and grime days then you do have to in my opinion you do have to pay homage to an except to um an extent but if you're a kid that doesn't make music that doesn't who does who who does he have to kind of um he, he hasn't done his research because he's not a writer. He hasn't studied the game. He's just a consumer. Yeah. He's taken it and on his phone. He's not going to, he doesn't have to do the history of like UK rap music. Just and like, he just listens to what he likes or listens to what's hot. Do you know what I mean? But that's when game. people need to be educated though, because they might be no saying, doubt. yeah, I'm a big fan of H or I'm a big fan of like blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they take big grime influences. Just like no just doubt, yeah. just like just like people will say that they're big fans of Frankie Stew and Harvey Gunn, but they don't like grime, but then you guys take grime influences. I'm not saying that yeah. means they have to like grime, but then they have to respect the history. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk no about I agree I agree with that. I agree with that. But I don't think I don't think kids do respect the history of anything. 
if if you're writing, if you're a musician, then I think you're more responsible to. But if you're just a normal kid, I think they should. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I don't know whether they do, whether they would or not. If you're just a kid in the playground listening to drill, you, you, you're not going to deep the history like that. I don't think you have no obligation. It's of only an, it's only a lack of education. I do think they should, but I don't know whether they do or not. Mm-hmm. Well, for for H for H to be even saying that they don't, then they must they must not be. There's, don't know if there's, there's, there must be an element of truth to that. Whether they should be or not, it's a different thing, but I don't think they are. Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. What's one of the hardest songs on the album which was to make or write, and why? Um, for me, not necessarily, not necessarily the writing, but you know the tune I noticed on Manga? We've, we've got Manga on that tune. It yeah. took about... Um, we made that tune about three or four different times. We had different artists on it, different singers on it. And um, finally, when we got Manga on it, it all came, it all seemed to make sense and it came together. But that one took like, what, about six months or something half from start yeah. to finish. Yeah, that was the amount of hours, like especially yeah, production-wise, put on that. It was crazy. Like, we had one session on it and Frank's wrote all the verses and it was banging. We sat on it and it didn't really fit in the project. So I made a new beat and then that didn't work. And then we made a new beat. And then, yeah, tried with a few feet to ice, and then finally we cracked it. And yeah, big up Mango, really killed that one. Like, yeah, mm. he turned that one into a 10 out of 10 for me. The way yeah, it comes down on it is, is beautiful. And shouts to Mango as well. Definitely an artist like yourselves who's definitely doing his own thing and not bucking to trends as well. He's on his own path. Yeah, yep, real talk. Real talk. No, Very well said, man. And now back to electric scooter, man. I don't know if you guys own an electric scooter. I've never been on an electric scooter myself. I live in North London. And one thing that bothers me about electric scooters is all the people that like to ride them on the pavement. It's something that really bothers me, man. Are you those guys? Nah, brother. I wish I, wish I was one of those guys, man. I need, I'm, saving, I'm saving up for one. I went on holiday last year to Portugal and I seen everyone on them going around the city but it's better than it's better out there than the uk because it's, you're going along the beach you know right next right next to the seaside and the, and the sun's out it's nice settings it doesn't feel the same over here you know but um yeah man i need to cop one so yeah i've never even used one man before i've never been on one but yeah look hard i mean you see them all over europe but like you said in, in london wherever you see them around in the uk it just seems yeah london doesn't really have busy. the same stage London's too busy to have one, bro. I think you <laughs> should sure. try to get have a go, SK. You might like it, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm down for it, mate. I'm down for it. Like, you know, I want to get a scooter eventually. I've only just copped a bike. I copped a oh, bike shit. to ride to radio one and that. So I'm doing a ten mile round trip back Love and that. forth from yeah, radio. Back, yeah. Get me. Sick. Getting the the Love legs that. working and stuff. I was gonna say, SK. I remember you said you banged the gym last time we come up. How, how are you getting on with like? With not being able to go up there and that. Well, the I'm gym. doing shouts to Joe, man, because I'm doing body coach every day at 9 a.m. Yeah, I wake up yes. at 8:30, 9 o'clock every morning, 35 minutes little PE lesson, overall body, core, legs, bit of arms. I'm doing that every day, and then later on in the day as well, I do like a, um, I got my bar up in my house. I do push-ups and stuff. I was going for runs as well, but I'm trying to stay away from everybody at the moment. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, that. Well, yeah, man. It's good. You got. Yeah, you got to make it work for yourself. Innit? Are you lot training? Yeah, bro. Yep. Yeah. Garden, garden settings. Sick. We live with a couple of people that do it. Um, 
more seriously and more consistently. So we're kind of being forced into it, but it's nice, man. It's maybe what we needed. We just got a pull-up bar in the garden, bro. So we're doing pull-ups, press-ups, sit-ups, yoga, just a lot of body weight stuff. Uh, you Keeping it moving. You can't front on the nice little pull-up bar, mate. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. So you know what I want to ask you lot? Are you lot pro or anti-lockdown during this corona pandemic? Because, you know, there's some people that just want to still go out and there's some people that are just the inside flex. What are you guys yeah, on? I'm, I'm pro. I'm pro, pro lockdown, man. My missus works in the NHS. I think if you're still out and about now, it's selfish, bro, because you don't know the repercussions of what you're doing, man. Anyone that wants to still be out and about hasn't deeped it or done their research and really know what's happening. Mm-hmm. For me, we'll that's talk, what I think. We'll it's, a strong, it's a strong opinion, but I've got missus that I live with that seeing people die every day, so... That's how that's how I feel about it. Do you know what I mean? And in this lockdown period, man, there's been so many people asking me for music suggestions. And I have forwarded your album quite a few times. And there's oh, been some that. good feedback. But at the same time, there's been a lot of Mike Skinner comparisons. Is there any intention for you guys to shake those comparisons or are you totally still cool with it? Still cool with it, bro. It is what it is. I mean, you're always going to get comparisons, but... It's like 10, 10, 20 years apart. That was a big, that was a big inspiration, though, to why I started writing. I, I, I used to love this, I love the streets, Mike Skinner. So yeah, I mean, that it's going to be a part of my writing, same way Kano is a part of my writing because I used to listen to better Kano. But I think you're always going to compare people because it's not, it's not um, just straight grime or drill. So then you start thinking about who's the other rappers that do their sort of thing. It's the streets. It's the Law Khan is the slow tie. I mean, you're always going to get that. I don't mind it, man. They're sick. It's a, it's a, it's a compliment to me. Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. Quarantine, on, lockdown, and all that. We're doing phone line conversations, man. This is rare for me. <laughs> it's cool, bro. Got to make it work, innit? You got to make it work, man. Trust me. So talk to me about adult workers. Yeah, I love this one. I love this one. This was the first song we made for the album. And as soon as we made it, I remember like looking at each other and being like, yeah, like, let's start another album. This is it. And then we kicked it off. But yeah, I mean, there's a really um, great video for it on YouTube, which shouts to that man who made it. It was a beautiful video, um, shot in a church. And it's just, yeah, I like this one. I feel like it, it defines a kind of bit more of an old school style of ours. And, yeah, it's one of my favourites, definitely, man. Frankie, I want to pick up on one line that you said on adult workers. You said, went Catholic school, but I couldn't see God. I thought that was a pretty deep line, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, bro. It is, a, it is a deep line, man, but it's pretty, um, it's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? I went to Catholic school, so obviously they were trying to... Um, a lot of the lessons were kind of orientated around religion and stuff. And I, I don't know, man. I just didn't... I, I, don't know what to say, bro. I wasn't really feeling that when I was at school, to be honest. It didn't seem didn't seem like true to me. And now that we're talking about lines, man, there was another line you said on watercolours. I hope when I'm 30, I've achieved all the things I wanted to do in my dreams. That's a that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But if you listen to the line after, it's, it's so it's, if I don't, then I'm still grateful. Mm-hmm. So it's about that's my goals and that is my dreams. Yeah, it's one. It's where I want to be. But if I don't get there, I'm still grateful and content with everything that I have done. Trying to bring more gratitude into my life. Oh, for sure. So what are some of the plans for Frankie Stew and Harvey Gunn once we, you know, are able to roam again and come out of this lockdown? Yeah, we've just, we've just today announced our tour rescheduled um, for November. We've added in 
three new dates as well. One of them being uh, O2 Kennistown Forum. So that's going to be a big, big one for Large. us, man. I cannot wait for it. Mm. And see, when it comes to the shows, people need to recognise that, you know, when they listen to your albums and your projects and that, it's mellow, but it's turned up at the shows. Yeah, it's the ship thing, bro. It's the ships, the shows. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I'm looking forward to that, that North London show, though, man. That's going to be nice. Yes, brother, yeah, come bro, down. 100% have to come through, man. Oh, for sure. And I have to say congratulations for the album, man. Like, I mean... Artists tend to sort of make great bodies of work and tail off, man. You lot are definitely in the ascendancy. Breathing exercises is a, a sharp piece of art, man. Thank you, bro. I thank really appreciate so that, man. It means a lot coming from you. Trust me. Oh, thanks, thank man. Thank you, fam. Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hot.